Hi and welcome to Be Positive Shoot Negative Podcast. This week we have someone back on the show for their second time, Vincent Perry Jr. And you guys know the deal, so without further ado, let's hop right in. Hey, welcome back to Be Positive Shoot Negative Podcast. Uh, this is our second person who's been on it twice. Uh, how you doing today, Vince? I'm doing pretty good, man. It's a good evening in Seattle. It's like eight, eight at night, so, or yeah, nighttime, evening. So it feels like all the same. Yeah. But it's getting dark. But it's good, man. Everything is good. It's good to be back on the show. Um, yeah. Re- repeat offender here. Yeah. Well, like you mentioned how like everything is like starting to feel the same. And that's like probably mostly due to the pandemic. Um, has the pandemic like really affected you and your art, like uh, you're very into the portraiture aspect of photography and social distancing and everything. Like, how has that affected you? I think early on, it definitely had a stop and a halt on a lot of what I was doing in terms of, okay, like I need to be more cautious of, you know, who I reach out to and who I like come in contact with. I think that was kind of like maybe a good portion of 2020 kind of just keeping the circle tight and just mainly shooting some people that had kind of like prior history with in, in terms of like relation like there was already a little bit of rapport built versus like somebody being brand new and then um, just shooting some close friends and stuff so it's definitely like had an effect but I think I don't know I always try to look at things in a positive light obviously the situation is not positive at all but I think just for me in my specific situation, having a little bit of that halt of the pandemic, not being able to go as fast as maybe I would want want to or intend to, like just being able to slow down with that process a bit and kind of be able to live with my work a little bit more and reflect on a lot of the images I shot, um, portrait-wise and stuff. Uh, and just kind of just, yeah, just take time to, to see what I was doing and then just think about my method as far as like reaching out to people. And then like, as the year progressed in 2020, um, started getting a little bit more flexible with meeting up with people just with that kind of like honor code understanding of, Hey, let's try to be safe. You know, let's look out for each other type deal, just getting more comfortable with that. And, um, yeah, just obviously at that point later in the year, wasn't a brand new thing. And then kind of the start of 2021, I've, I've done some shoots, already at the start of this year but I don't yeah I haven't published any of that work yet I've kind of just been sitting with it and um a little bit of the same approach uh as far as being cautious with reaching out to people and you know just being being wary of that whole situation but I think at this point now I feel more confident with what I can do in terms of you know let's wear masks let's you know, just be, just have that honor code and have a little bit of safety around what we're doing and just take precautions. Um, earlier this year, I was on set with another photographer, Ryan Warner, who's uh, based here in Seattle, invited me on set with him, uh, kind of did like a two photographers perspective type thing. Um, we, we had a yeah, decent sized team. I think there was maybe five or six of us uh, total on set, like maybe at one time. Or maybe it was a little bit less. I can't. I can't. Can't quite remember. Somewhere. Somewhere between four and six. And um, I think for me, that was the first time I'd done a shoot of that size, like in a while, and it went really well. So that kind of gave me the confidence to move forward, 
and knowing like how I need to prepare for shoots, like basically seeing somebody set it up, how they did it. It was almost felt like training wheels, even though I've done it so many times, it's just a little bit now, or it's just now things are a little bit different, of course. So, but I think at this point last year, compared to now, I think I'm kind of miles beyond, um, I guess with just terms of comfort level, because people have started getting uh, vaccines and stuff. Um, and I'll be on my way to get one that here, here sometime soon. So yeah, just kind of like being able to know what we're up and dealing with at this point. It just like, you just said, I feel like you just adapt. That's that if, if there's one word that sums it up is just adapting uh, to the situation and kind of being able to move forward with that. Did you feel like um, it made you more technical with everything? Because you mentioned that the slowing down aspect um, has really started to go hand in hand with the pandemic and everything. I think technical from a production standpoint of actually being able to produce the shoots, uh, just being able to communicate effectively things that need to happen on the day, things that need to happen prior and after um yeah I think it's just giving me some more time to just put a little bit more thought into some of the things that I've produced um because I think a lot of what determines I don't even know if I want to really get into style but you know there's a lot of people that you know we may all use like the same cameras or the same film stocks or you know, whether it's digital or, or film or when it comes to different cameras that we use. Um, like some of those things may be common, they may be similar, but your direction as a photographer is ultimately what sets you apart from everyone else or just gives everyone their, their individuality when it comes to creating. So um, I think just having a little bit more direction behind some of the stuff that I've done, but also I've done like impromptu stuff too. But I think just at the rate that I've worked since it's been a little bit slower when it comes to season or like since the rate has been a bit slower when those opportunities come up, it's just really about trying to seize it and um, yeah, just go about things the right way and have a little bit of in integrity behind, you know, what I'm doing as far as um, that whole process goes. Yeah, um, balancing like work and everything. Um, a lot of people may not know that you work a nine to five job and the pandemic is adding stress onto that. Have you found like a balance uh, to like put yourself, distance yourself from work and like everything going on? Have you like found a happy balance um, during these hard times? I mean, I would say for me, um, in my own situation has, like I said, at the kind of at the start is just, I've kind of taken things into a more positive light, just more as it deals with me as an individual. Like I started working again full time as the pandemic started. Um, like I've been working full time for uh, just think like two weeks ago or maybe last last Tuesday, I think has been like a year anniversary for me working um, again. And I literally started working two weeks after everything shut down. So like March 30th and um, yeah, it's just, I guess I'm thankful to just be in the, the position that I'm in and uh, just like not take it for granted kind of coming from the position I was in before. So just trying to make all the days count in terms of balance. Uh, I feel like that's always something that I'm working on. And instead of a balance, I feel like I do more juggling uh, because I feel like my hands are in, in a lot of different things as far as 
just work and then you know trying to get into the creative stuff more um you know social life obviously that's a bit limited but there's still things that I may go and do as far as like something as simple as just going out to the park like take a walk go out with my dog and then you know grabbing food and stuff like that and bringing it home or whatever but I read something the other day and I'm not sure if I'll be able to quote it exactly but it was essentially saying that you know our lives we can basically like how we should structure our lives should be around you know how we want our lives to essentially look and you get to how your life should look by spending the time on the certain things to make it in that way right so it's like okay like I need to put time into my work I need to put time into creativity and you know these are things that I value like my time with um and I'm like very uh I would say, yeah, I'm very like cautious of like how I spend my time. And I'm really just about diving into the things that I want to dive into. Like I have no problem telling people no, um, even though I do do a lot of things. I don't have an issue with saying no or saying basically saying no to the things that um, don't serve me. And uh, so, yeah, I think right now, like I've been working like quite a bit, like I, I work overtime, like pretty consistently. Um I think probably since last August, I, there's only been like a couple weeks or so that I haven't worked like 20 hours of overtime, but that's just, that's not necessarily like a, I don't need like a badge for that or any, anyone to applaud me or anything like that. Cause that's not really, <laughs> that's not like super ideal. Um, and really that's not a good, I guess, situation to be in. But I think in terms of like my own situation is just what I have to do for to like for right now to get to like where I want to be. But at the same time, yeah, still putting some time towards the creativity and stuff. So the hours that I'm not working nine to five, I'm usually doing something uh, creative and uh, yeah, just more of a juggle. It's, it's hard to really say like, you know, how I try to cut the time. I don't know. I feel like I'm just trying to do as much as creative things whenever I have the time to do it and do as much as I can uh, right now, just as far as like where I'm at in, in my creative career. So um, just try to build in breaks and stuff between that. Just try to monitor like how I feel, go about it that way. I'd probably say like over the last month or so or something like that, more specifically when it comes to like video editing, I've been trying to give myself like work work on a timer like okay I uh give myself you know three hours or four hours to do this said task and I, I feel like that's helped me quite a bit because I feel like I'm, I haven't been clinically diagnosed but I definitely have a bit of like ADHD and um just knowing that I'm kind of like carving out and dedicating a specific amount of time to like a task I think just kind of helps me and keeps me focused and then know knowing that I'm like taking a step and then I actually carved out time that way I can be more present I guess in the other things that I I'm doing as well so I'm not sure if that answers the question all the way but it's like a little bit all over but I feel like that's just like kind of how it's been it's just a juggle and um just ultimately every day just try to monitor like how you feel like if you know you need to take a step back then do that if you need to kind of go a little bit harder do that 
Um, if you need to have a bit more discipline with what you're doing, do that too as well. Cause you know, the passion and stuff, that's gonna, that's the things that drive you and, um, will get you started. But like just having discipline, I think is what'll keep you going. And it's something that will sustain, you know, what you're doing. Um, so just a little bit of that, I guess. It's a, it's a every day, every day work in progress, I feel. Yeah, I totally feel like with you carving out certain time to do things, that's how I have to work as well. It's like I schedule the interview for the podcast and then I need to schedule like an hour to three hours just to like edit. And if I don't do that, I'm, I feel like I'm rushing and I'm not yeah. able to like do everything correctly. Um, yeah. But totally feel that with, everything that's going on especially right now you you actually um were able to take a little break away from seattle recently uh you were down in la yeah. uh, can you touch on that experience and then yeah. what actually brought you down to la for sure so i'll start with because everything that we've talked about has pretty much has led up to this it's like um you know pandemic obviously that's the obvious thing that's going on it's like the last time I flew anywhere was to actually to LA, um, 2019, November. That was the last time I was there, last flight I took. And um, yeah, I had the opportunity to go back there uh, like right at the end of March, beginning of April. Um, went down to shoot a cover uh, for a magazine called Allen Houston. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That was basically the main mission of why I was down there. Um, in addition to that, went and basically set up some more shoots, uh, test shoots essentially, but they were, they're basically editorials, um, with like full teams and stuff, uh, that I basically produced and coordinated. That's why I talked about a little bit in the beginning, directing and kind of producing and spending some time on that and having that experience like early in the year and just how things have gone on to like try to figure out how to handle everything during this time, um, with what's going on. So yeah, I went down there to shoot, uh, basically, and um, was able to kind of see some folks as well, some some new faces, but it was kind of mainly around times where we had a little bit of downtime, mostly around like meals, but um, basically I got in like a Tuesday night and we we're there till Sunday. Wednesday was like the only open day we had, but then we had like a stylist drop. So then we had to kind of scramble last minute to get some styling together for our shoot. Uh, the next morning had two shoots that Thursday, two editorials that were pretty, it was pretty much like a full day of shooting. Um, and then Friday was our cover. And then that was pretty much a full day Saturday, basically the same thing too, as well. And then Sunday basically had a full day shoot. So it's just like went down there. Yeah. To shoot essentially. Um, and then I think, or I'm going to be back next month too, as well. So I think from the experience, it was nice to have that break and um, yeah, just get out of Seattle for a bit. It's been like a while for me since I had been, you know, 2019, the, the furthest south I've gone from Seattle's Tacoma. And um, it's kind of bad because I have a car too. Like I need to drive down to Oregon and stuff and go down to the coast. Uh, and yeah, it was good. It was good to get out there and feel the sun on my skin and wear like shorts and shirt. <laughs> Like, cause I haven't really been able to do that. So it's just like loving the vibe and energy. And I've been to like LA, I think like every year since 2015. And um, I think every time I go, I always experience like different things and 
this time it was really good. I think I got to really feel like why everyone moves to LA um, more so for the creative stuff and kind of feel that energy. And um, yeah, even though I've done a lot, it recharged me, you know? So I think coming back, just kind of give me that little bit of added motivation and stuff to do everything that I'm trying to do here and just, you know, push forward with the creative stuff. So um, shot a quite a bit or um, shot quite a bit of like photo and video, uh, some fashion film stuff and, and uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully we can get the stuff, some of the stuff picked up that where it's like, you know, the setup editorials and see if we can get that stuff picked up and kind of go from there. But I'd say the hands are definitely full and uh, yeah, it was, it was just overall good experience. Like it's just like good energy and good vibes, like the whole week. And, you know, it was so important to be surrounded by, like minds and people that are after the things that you know that you're after and uh you know obviously in a place like LA there's so many people pursuing the same things but I think for me those type of environments I feel like I thrive in um because it's almost like people are holding you accountable without even actually having to say anything you know it's just like you know you're here like we got to do it and then we just kind of push forward like that so yeah just good vibes and energy all week um recharged from that trip and uh yeah it was good so i'm i'm going to come back again in uh in may um I've, I've already got my dates but it's just a matter of trying to time things out so hopefully you can kind of make that a thing uh, cuz i have my friend russell um raven all that was there with me and uh my homie hoa tran that came down from seattle as well but um i think me and russell are going to try to continue to come back to la when and where we can because me and him are after some of the similar things and you know having a team and everything around you is super important and just other people to you know push you and I think it's a good balance and a good good chemistry and everything so yeah do you ever see yourself living down here um you know I've always actually wanted to live in SoCal uh before even moving to Seattle um I tried to explore options of getting down there it was more so like an orange and yeah, I tried, I, it just, it didn't, it never, for some reason, it just never came into fruition, even though I had tried. Um, and I'm not sure if it's an option for me because with work, I work from home and it's like permanent work from home before the pandemic. But uh, basically there are, Basically, there are approved states and uh, California is like not one of them, but I think there may be a way around it. So the thought has popped up in my mind. I think for me, my next step would be, uh, I think most likely moving to New York next year. And I think this will be like my last full year in Seattle. So it's just about gauging things out and trying to see what happens you know in a year's time because so much can change between now and then I think lifestyle wise I've always enjoyed like the west coast I think it's more of like my vibe and obviously the weather is like good down in SoCal and everything like I spent a lot of time down in San Diego uh, one of my best friends lived down there and um, I used to live in the Bay Area like when I was like way young and yeah I've, just, I've been down there plenty like, I know what the vibe is. Like, I know what the deal is. So, yeah, I am I think at this point in my life, I'm pretty much just open to 
you know, whatever options that work for me and make sense creatively. And uh, yeah, just try to push forward like that. Yeah, like the difference is like between you and me is like, I grew up down in SoCal and everything, but like living in LA for almost a year now, it's definitely become like a place where I can only visit for sure. Like I've done everything in LA. I've, I've been down here for like living in LA, like for a year, but like in Southern California since I was like born. So like, it's like, whenever I talk to, whenever I talk to someone that's not like from Southern California, they're like, I need to go to LA. LA is like it. And I'm like, live here and then go find a place that doesn't have like AC and then live in 110 degrees weather and then come back to me. It's like, it's rough sometimes, but yeah, I, I've definitely loved like the West coast vibe and like, I'm more of a colder area kind of dude. That's why like the Bay area possibly moving up to Seattle. We'll see, but, uh, definitely something that I'm not used to is hot weather. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's just all about kind of perspective. And, you know, when you're from a certain area, it's how you perceive it's going to be a lot different than somebody just coming to visit and whatnot. So I've, I've seen that plenty. Um, and it's, I would say that's not like an abnormal type of thing. It's just like, you know, it's one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you mentioned before, it's uh you've really started connecting more with people recently and um you started a discord server um i'm actually a part of it it's uh always popping so definitely it's always fun up in there um what was like the inspiration about starting the server and like do you have any goals for it yeah well thank you for being a part of it it's always it's always a lot of fun to get in there and chat and uh you know i think what i envisioned for it was just a way to more so be in direct communication with a lot of the people that support me. You know, I feel like it's the least that I can try to do is, you know, stay connected with people. I do enjoy that. I do enjoy talking with people like online. I think sometimes on Instagram, my DMs get a little bit too crazy and a bit too hectic and busy. And uh, Discord is like, pretty organized um i think i want to it's it's come a long way from where when i first started it and i want to say it was in november of last year so i think it's been about six months or so and uh yeah it's just a big kind of like organized chat but i don't feel like it's carries the same characteristics of like a typical group chat because things are more organized there's more things you can do you can get on there and video chat voice chat i've done that plenty And um, yeah, you know, it's just kind of like a home for to it's like a home for us to like come together on the common basis of photography. And yeah, we talk about photography and things in there, but I feel like more so often we're kind of just talking about like random things. I feel like food mostly. And it's just like a cool like place for us to kind of come together. I think, you know, it's continued to grow. I want to say there's a little bit over 200 members so far. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I think goals for it. I just want to kind of, I just want to continue to create a space uh, where people feel safe and feel like they can, you know, contribute their ideas, ask questions, um, you know, just have a safe space. So people know that like they're not alone in this like creative pursuit and 
it feels like they're a little own little family. So, you know, some of the people within the discord that I've been chatting with for like a couple months when I was down in LA, we were able to basically link up and stuff. Um, a lot of like LA local, like native folks that basically just kind of invited us out like for dinner, like, let's go here, let's check this out. Um, when we had the time to do so. So yeah, it was cool to, you know, bridge those online connections. And like I said, I'll, I'll be back next month. So we'll have to link up, you know, if you're down, because I have a little bit understanding of <laughs> how the flow of the schedule is going to be, because there's a lot of things that got flipped and flopped and stuff. But yeah, it's just, it's just a good space. I think um, I saw one of my friends, Russell actually was one of the people I saw on Discord. And I'd actually already been on Discord, just with friends in like a group chat, but it wasn't near the magnitude, I guess, of what I've created now. And I just kind of remember sitting back and I was like, oh, somebody should make like a discord or whatever, and we can have like a place. But instead of like looking for somebody else to make it, I just was like, why don't I just do this myself? And um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I think it's progressing as well. We finally, I just appointed some new moderators. So some people that'll kind of help, help run it. Um, I think on a longer term, I do want to be able to create it to where, even though I'm super active in there, like I want to be able to have it to where um, me being active isn't like a requirement of the server being active. And I, I think that's already kind of present where there's a lot of people interacting and stuff and doing their own thing. And it doesn't necessarily have to be me starting those conversations. I kind of want to be able to create the space and then, you know, just let it grow on its own and yeah, continue forth from there. So that's you know, a lot of fun. Yeah. Personally, I've found it to be like, a kind of an inspiration especially when they start when everyone starts sharing like photos and everything um it's definitely something that like inspires me because i see some someone like post something in la and i'm like i can do that i can do I put my own little twist on it yeah and it's definitely like something that's really helped me like push myself um because like early when i started getting into photography and everything i was just like i'm gonna shoot film just to like have that aesthetic but like as I've started to progress and I've started to meet people like you and Bray and all these amazing artists, then it's like you really start seeing the smaller details within an image and definitely within the server that's helped. Yeah. Um, how have do you have like a what inspires you like to just get out and go take pictures? Like personally, like me, it's like the server and like other artists and everything. Like, do you have like one inspiration or do you have like multi-facets of uh, inspiration yeah i think it's something for me that's multifaceted um and maybe that goes along a bit with just having that little bit of like adhd and being into so many different things and having like focus be kind of scattered and like all over the place i think the discord server is something that is very inspirational to me because it's like i'm interacting with these people that's online but for me honestly people that i speak with and people that I've developed a relationship with, if it's like started online, it's not in any way to me discredited. Like, even though that we haven't, me and you haven't actually met, like you're still a friend, you know, I'd consider you a friend. We've had conversations and, and we've talked and um, just like those interactions and stuff like that is just like huge. Like my friend Russell, like I met him online like two years ago just instagram and we've been dming and staying in contact and we've become very close but when i went down to la two years after knowing this guy 
this is the first time we've actually met. But when we met, it was like we already been knowing each other for like a while. So being on the same set with him, being able to have him like assist with me, like that was super huge. So I kind of just take from my real life experiences and yeah, just those types of interactions, just being down in LA, obviously, you know, taking photos is, you know, the a whole thing, but just being around people, just that interaction and that energy and just feeling that just motivates you and like inspires you to take action or inspires me to take action on things that I want to do. So I think it's just a lot of like day-to-day real life things. Obviously there's, there's tons of people creating awesome work and great work. And I feel like it's always hard for me to narrow down one specific person because I think it always changes and stuff too. Um, And I feel like I always take things in with a large scope. I don't know if I necessarily kind of like dial things out from, I guess, like a photography perspective. I would say I feel like with video work for me, it's a little bit more like it's probably easier for me to name people within that do video that I guess directly kind of correlate with what I'm doing. Uh, people like Joe Allen, YC Imogen, like Danny Gavertz, just to like name a few of people whose video work like I've been watching like for a while that like continue to inspire me like within that space and continue to inspire me to like try things with video and keep getting more experimental with stuff that I do Uh, because I think another thing too is like I feel like I don't come across a lot of people that are into doing video Um, but I think maybe that has something to do with because I'm like a hybrid of both so sometimes I guess when it's a video for me it's a a little bit easier to stand out and when I say video I mean more so in terms of people that are trying to like create films or like narrative pieces or just more like visual expression and kind of like storytelling through motion type deal. But when it comes to photography, I would say, I mean, pretty much everyone that I follow in some way, shape or form has, you know, made me go, Oh, like that's, that's an amazing photo. Like you're doing your thing. Like, shoot, I want to go and do my thing too. So I kind of just take it in like that and yeah, just move forward. I can't, I don't think I'll ever be able to just pinpoint and say like, yo, this is my like kind of like one and only person or like, this is the person that's, you know, the reason why I'm picking this camera up. I feel like it's just community as a whole. And um, yeah, just being a fan of that and kind of moving forward that way. Yeah. Earlier in the podcast, you mentioned how the pandemic has like really helped you sit on work and like reflect on it later you many people when you started releasing the london project didn't realize like this wasn't recent this was a year ahead like i I was that way until i actually sat down and talked with you and you're like i was in london in 2019 and i was like what um has the aspect of like the separation really affected how you look at something um is that like something you're gonna start doing more often like see it first don't like judge it right away and then like three four months or a year even sometimes to be like all right this is what I like this is what I don't like yes yeah it's wild because hmm, even kind of going from that project and transitioning into things that I'm doing now it's still an ongoing thing but I don't know the next time that I'll be able to get back over to the UK it's like 
it's been super interesting for, for me to put that out and then see my work that I've put out myself like right after that because it's literally a year apart and even while I was publishing that project I was still shooting and, and being active but it wasn't a lot of work that I was sharing because I was just more so focused on publishing that project and I don't know I kind of see excuse me I kind of see myself as just I don't even know the right term but like just I don't know just probably like being loud you know being loud about the work that you're doing and putting it out there and talking about what you're doing as well as like sharing it it's almost like like you're the almost the best marketer for your work like if that makes sense like with everything that you're doing you just continue to push it out there but I think um having time away from my work has definitely helped me out and made me like I'm able to see the work more objectively and I think sometimes with the work that we're creating we can be very very close to it and for that project and specifically like it's I'm very very close to it it's very important to me it's it's more than just the photos it's my experiences that go along with the photos it's the stories that I have to tell like not necessarily just from the individual or the story I'm trying to tell with the photo but the story of how it came about that's actually what excites me a lot is the stories and memories that I have around it not all the time that I make photos am I necessarily trying to like say something specific with it's just I went out there and, and experienced these things and it's something that's kind of continued to go forth with me um just being I guess I don't know if involved is the right word, but just being more keen on learning, you know, like UK culture, the London culture, you know, from a music standpoint, just like learning more about the artists, some of the people there, just kind of like in this scene, it's gone beyond just my experience there. And it's been something I've been able to carry with me. And I think my process wise, because of how busy I can be, naturally, I have detachment from the work that I'm doing like when I got back from that trip two months later I left my job and then I was just like hustling so it wasn't like I wasn't focused on necessarily like putting it out just like natural things that happened in my life forced me in that direction but I think for me I'm okay with things happening that way you know everything kind of happens for a reason um ideally I don't think it ideally I would say it would have been nice to see it come out, you know, maybe five to six months, maybe four to six months after the trip or something like that. But, you know, I don't really stress that stuff too much. It's just like, I think I always knew I had it in my back pocket while I was putting other work and stuff out there. And for me, it was kind of, if I think in terms of just YouTube, I was like, all right, well, I want to put all these other videos and stuff out first before I get to this. Like, I want to be able to create a little bit of viewership behind this project and not just put it out there and necessarily, like, have it flop, per se. Um, I don't think that necessarily would have happened, but I think everything that I did before that prepared the moment for it and for people to continuously, like, come back up to it, like, video after video, because it was, like, 21 videos. So that's the only type... 
those are the only type of videos I was putting out for six months. And I don't think those videos were necessarily um, like YouTube friendly type of videos. You know, I wasn't in the video necessarily doing a talking head. It was just like me out there. And if I was in a video talking, then I was in the video talking. Some of them I wasn't in. Some of them was like fashion films or just like visual expression. Sometimes I was in and wasn't saying too much. Sometimes it was just like whatever, you know, basically what I did was I just having that time away. I was like, well, I don't want to bring this present day by putting myself in this. I want, I want, I just want this moment to live as it is and how it was captured. And let me just put this out into the world like this. And then I'll revisit it one day to provide some more words to it um, through kind of like a short documentary, mini doc, mini documentary talk type of um, approach and provide a little bit of narrative. So I think even for me right now, I think a lot of the work that I've been publishing in terms of, I guess, sharing to Instagram or YouTube, I think my schedule is always a little bit delayed when things actually come out. I would say a good portion of the photos that I've been sharing, like I shot like, or even video too, like I've shot, um, I'll say like more like Q4, quarter four of last year. And it was a lot of things I was working on while I was putting the London project out. I think I'm very patient about what I do and I'm not necessarily like in a rush to put it out. It's like, I'm okay with sitting with it because um, in terms of YouTube, how I put out videos, I kind of schedule those out. And one thing I just like to do for me is when a certain video comes out, if there's work that I created in photos or whatever, that goes along with that video. I like to be publishing those things at the same time because for, for me, like the platforms are like almost married um, in a sense. So I think it just kind of works, works for me. Um, Cause like I, now I have a whole bunch of stuff that I've shot and I've got like tons of photos and stuff, but I think like, I'm not in a rush to put it out. I'm not worried to, I guess, try to stay I don't want to, I don't know if relevance is the right term, but I think part of it, basically a mixture of it is like, I don't need to necessarily let these photos go, but then another part to it is too. A lot of the things I do, there's a video aspect behind it. So since they're married, like if one's not ready, then they're both not ready. Like if that makes sense, even if it's, I feel like a lot of things that I do, I usually try to get a camera on it to you know document what I'm doing I think that's what a lot of the YouTube has been is just a documentation of my own journey and my own process and my own learning and just being able to share my experience and kind of go from there so yeah it's a little bit of that so I, I would guess to say to close is just yeah just being wary of or being aware of how close you may be to work um depending on what it's for, you know, obviously not every time you go and shoot, it's, a, it's, it's as important. It's not as important as, you know, say a project or, you know, you have a video or something to go along. Sometimes it can just be like, you know, if you just did like a little photo walk or something, you know, you can share that too. But I don't know. I think just in terms of timeline perspective, I just kind of, that's just like how my brain works and how I process things. So I try to do things on my own time and what makes sense for me yeah speaking of photo walks you recently 
did the photo walk around when it was snowing and then the uh, little street diary-esque uh video you did on with your contacts are um are you gonna try and do more things like that where you're like doing just street photos instead of just like having a planned out like portrait shoot yeah i think um I've done like a mixture. I can't coin, you know, the street diaries phrase like Joe Greer, but shout out to him on that one. He's brought that one back recently. Um, that was a joy to watch. So shout out to you, Joe, if you're listening. Um, I think whatever, typically how it goes is like, I just, I go and do things anyway. Like, and what I try to do is, it sounds so stupid. Like I just go and do things. And what I try to do is I just try to document that thing. And for me, I feel like that's why it's easier for me to make YouTube videos because I'm not necessarily looking for like, like, oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure like I've done things to specifically create a video behind it. But then it's like, I feel like a good majority of the time is things I would do, even if I wasn't filming it anyway. Um, And in uh, one of the recent videos I just mentioned, video being a way to hold myself accountable so it's like it's just another like added motivation right it's like oh I'm gonna go on this photo walk but like I want to take the photos and I want to film it too and every time that I am making a video and filming that's like working on my craft on the video side too so like I wear more than one hat like I'm a hybrid like I do so many things and for me documenting things and filming stuff is not a hassle is just a part of the process for me. Obviously there's times where you're not as focused on the video. Like when I was down in LA, like I filmed a bunch of stuff, but I don't think I necessarily like vlogged or kind of did more of a format that I would maybe do. Like if I was in Seattle, just because I was more focused on the shoots, uh, you know, trying to direct it, produce it, whatever, and go about it that way. So, you know, whatever I end up doing is more, it's, it sounds like, I don't know if it sounds cliche or what, but like whatever the stuff like I end up doing is typically what I'll end up going up there. Um, I feel like it's just a reflective reflection of like my interests and things like that. Um, I definitely enjoy being out on the street. Yes, I do think we can expect that more from me, um, especially like in Seattle, even though I've gone down to LA, like I am still doing stuff in Seattle. I'm working on some stuff that's going to come out soon um but it's just all about timing and um yeah i think there's a lot to be offered uh it's it's pretty easy for me to i guess like go out and and make those videos per se because it's just like i said it's just like a documentation and um yeah i just always just try to have fun with it you know kind of like let it evolve and move forward like that so a variation of you know um you know, portrait stuff, fashion, or whatever it's like street and travel, I would say those are probably like the main four things I do. Like whatever I get into, like I just, if I have a chance to film and I will and, you know, kind of go about it that way. Yeah. I really want to talk about this last little bit of, I've really always been drawn to your portraits. You've, you've always had a way of capturing like the person and not just showing it as like something for yourself. It's something that you want to share with that person and yourself um what do you look for when you're before you press the shutter button um like what what do you want your audience to get from that art piece yeah i think 
I'd probably start, I'll start with the question kind of like backwards, just with the last thing you said. When I'm out like taking portraits, to be honest, I don't, I don't really think about like the audience um, per se. I mean, obviously you can think and kind of question like how things will be communicated or like how you can try to communicate that. But then one thing too, I feel like when you put your art out there into the world, like no matter what you think it's going to be about, somebody can interpret interpret it totally different than, you know, what you did. Um, so I don't really think too much about that. Uh, I feel like a majority of the time, I kind of catch people doing things and I just kind of like observe the people that I'm with and sometimes like I'll just like look over and they may have did something I'm like okay like hold that can you do that again um yeah just trying to like find the moments within just trying to find the moments that you spend with people is is a is a realm that I, I function pretty well in and I just try to make the person as comfortable as possible and yeah, just try to go about it that way. I mean, there's definitely different sides of portraiture, I think. Um, you know, it doesn't always have to be capturing somebody's essence of who they truly are because not all the shoots I do are necessarily like like that, you know. Um, like portrait photography is an aspect of fashion photography. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, for LA, in LA, for example, like I was trying so many different types of things, but I think along with trying to direct, I always try to give the people that I work with a bit of agency as well to try to like let them shine through because I think everybody that steps in front of my lens has their own way that they communicate with the camera essentially. And um, I think that's how you can get a piece of something with everyone else. But I want to say I'm, you know, always trying to continue to work on that a bit more and be more conscious of the things I am doing with just my direction and what I can really pull out from somebody and try to get people to really like emote things and go forth with it like that. And yeah, just be creative. So I'm excited for a lot of the stuff that I've done pretty recent and um, in LA and just, you know, through my portrait work, just seeing stuff I've done in London and then a year later publishing stuff. I can, I can definitely see the difference between um, like how I was shooting then uh, even up until now so it's a little bit always of like a, a work in progress and sometimes two things kind of just happen and um it's just trying to like capture that happening I guess yeah um I want to thank you for taking the time out uh today to come on to the show it really means a lot come back again your second time on the show and I really appreciate that yeah, 100%, man. It's always it's always a blast being on here and chatting with you, man. And um, yeah, super, super thankful for the opportunity and I uh, appreciate you. If you'd like to see some of the amazing work of Vincent, you can see him on YouTube as well as Instagram. All the information will be in the description of this episode. If there's an artist you would like to see on the show, head over to Instagram and follow me at Joey underscore value. That is J-O-E-Y underscore B-A-L-L-I and shoot me a DM. Thank you for listening and stay safe out there, guys.